0: Awesome. We are live with uh, my friend here, William Rossi from Sprout. And uh, yeah, let's not waste any time. Let's get into the Cheyenne, Show. the Cheyenne Show. Awesome. So, I mean, all right, why don't you start telling a little bit about yourself to the audience so just to know like who you are and uh, what you're all about, how we met each other, how we know each other, you know?
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. I love that little yeah. intro thing too. That's really cool. My pleasure. So, I mean, right now, like this very second, Cheyenne and I are are in LA together and rooming together. So we're, it's very easy for us to get together and make this podcast. Yeah. But yeah, my name is Will. Um, I am a 23-year-old entrepreneur. I make YouTube videos. And I run my own self-improvement brand. And the goal of uh, my brand is to inspire a more fulfilling life by helping people grow their mindsets. So really giving them the tools to have success by building what is inside and like having a really strong base and foundation. And I try to do that in a fun and youthful way, which is why I'm on YouTube right now. And like a little bit of a backstory is I went to McGill, I graduated in finance. Uh, I had a, a six figure job lined up, like the job offer was lined up for me. And I knew at that point, you know, if I accepted that job offer, I would have gone down a path that I definitely wouldn't have felt fulfilled in or wouldn't have felt happy doing, Mm -hmm. but I would have had the security of like the money and the job and the status and and whatnot, Mm -hmm. or I could have declined that and gone my own way. And I declined it went my own way chased chased or started chasing meaning instead of status or power or money. And ever since then I started sprout, which is, yeah, which is my brand. That's what I do now. Cool. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, we, we know each other from like, it's similar to Lazary uh, like six years, seven years, but yeah. it's always been from like the distance. Like we've, we, you know, our yeah. schools are different, but, uh, I always, uh, appreciated the, <laughs> the entrepreneurship and all you know, the, the willingness to kind of go in your own direction and not,
1: uh, really do what society like forces you to do, you know? Yeah. Well, we've known each other for, a, we've known of each other for a long time. Yes. We've definitely met a bunch of times. Like when you reach out to me, I'm like, I know who you are obviously, yeah. I know, I know who you, what you're about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then you did a lot of music stuff with my friends too. And like, you know, a lot of my good friends. So it was like, yeah, it's a cool guy. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Cause, uh, he, he went on Instagram and he said, who wants to join me to go to LA? And you know, mm-hmm. this has been just like when I was starting to like say like, okay, like I'm going to try to make more content and you know, Cheyenne show is all getting together. I was going to Miami to meet with Stream and, uh, discuss like creating this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, stream media by the way this is how we're making the podcast we're gonna we're gonna do a little ad later but we're gonna keep talking about this um so yeah and i was like okay this sounds like a good time you know it was just a picture of you in the gym you know? <laughs> yeah. a little selfie yeah
1: yeah yeah must have gotten a lot of DMs. <laughs> yeah, those, it's, right? it's, yeah yeah if you come to think of it it sounds like that now
0: yeah i was like um, oh who's this guy let's go to la in a room together <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no but I, I was like okay like because your channel, uh, you've grown it a lot since you started it. I remember mm-hmm. when you just started it, it, it had like, I think, average a thousand, two thousand uh, uh, views per video, or like even less. It started,
1: right? When I just started? Yeah. I was like 100, maybe yeah, 100. 100, 200. Yeah,
0: but you have that consistency to go
1: forward, right? Yeah, I was putting in work from the beginning. Like, obviously, I think the smarter, like, the more you do something, the smarter you get, the better your systems are. and. Um, I don't think you work less hard, but you you work smarter as mm-hmm. you get to know how things work. But when I started, I was grinding. Like, I was really working. I had never made a video in my life. Never. I was always that shy kid. Like when I was in high school, I got a book from my teacher, which was all about being introverted. Mm-hmm. And like how being introverted is okay. It's okay to stand out. Uh, it's okay to be introverted, but still somehow stand out. okay. so and you I, consider
0: yourself more of an introvert no, an I
1: never read that book but like yeah, I guess at the core I'm definitely introverted. I'm like an <clears> introverted <throat> extrovert no. okay so I'm I'm the opposite. I'm training to become extroverted yeah and I continue to try doing that and I think I'm good at it. Mm-hmm. but at the core, like I like to be alone. I like to to be independent in a sense and just like be in my own head and my own thoughts okay um but yeah, the videos I made at the beginning were purely grinding like doing some crazy stunts where like I ran a marathon with no training Mm. I ran a half marathon with no training like I ran 24 miles in 24 hours like I was doing some weird cool fitness stuff and getting like 200 250 views so uh yeah I mean everything starts somewhere
0: yeah and it started off like with you and your friends like uh Will like that we spoke about earlier Mm. so it was kind of like a community thing you you're trying to build a community early on and then I guess uh after a while you're just like you know, I'm going to go my own way. I don't need to just stay in one place. I'm going to start traveling alone and doing these videos alone. So tell us what's that like just being alone, making videos Mm. and some of the trips that you've been going on, how uh, you Mm. managed to do that.
1: Yeah. Well, with my brand, it's really been like a full circle thing. So I I started, I launched the idea of the brand in April, 2020. And I, I had like the idea and the vision. Like I knew what I wanted to do. I knew what I wanted to talk about, but I didn't have any skills. Mm-hmm. to do it so i'm like okay i want to talk about mindset i want to help people grow their mindsets get out of their comfort zones but i don't know i don't have any skills like i don't know, I don't know how to edit a video or make a video do i even want to make a video do i want yeah, to write go to do a podcast too. yeah i knew excel i knew powerpoint yeah. i knew like how to value a stock or a bond and nothing else than that yeah so for the last two years i've been basically trying to test out skills and, and build them mm-hmm. and now i'm it's april 2022 same vision same thing, but with the tools to actually build the business. So yeah, like going on, I mean, my brand's about self growth. I always say the biggest or the best tool for self growth is a trip mm-hmm. going on and traveling around and, um, my trips were like, they had, they all had their purposes. I felt stuck in Montreal after I'd come home from exchange in Singapore, mm-hmm. which was like really transformative for me. So I left and I went to Vancouver because I didn't want, I couldn't leave Canada for the, uh, the pandemic and everything, mm-hmm. and Vancouver was really eye-opening because it's a city that really speaks to me in terms of the environment and the people and the culture. Mm-hmm. Um, was it your first time going to Vancouver? Yeah, I never went, really? I had never gone further west than uh, Toronto.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big difference. Vancouver's a good vibe, yeah. Um, yeah we'll especially during like COVID, Quebec felt like a it was mm-hmm. pretty strict uh, lockdown, so going there was a little... At least you get to breathe outside. You know, you get to leave and go see the mountains and see the beach. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So like during the pandemic, one of the hardest things was not being able to do anything indoors, Mm -hmm. but then you go to Vancouver and you can do everything outdoors. There's almost no need to be inside in Vancouver. So when I went there, I'm like, this is great. You know, I'm just living life. I can live life wherever. I don't need like store opening hours or whatever. I can just go in nature and enjoy the beach. I enjoy the forest, go for a walk, and go for a run. I lo- and I love that stuff. Yeah. Um, but traveling alone, like what you were asking before is, it's interesting, it's not easy. Also traveling and filming and, and editing and like, being on the road, it's like, it's a grind. So when you're, when you're I guess, when you come home or you finish your trip or your objectives, mm-hmm. you're burnt out. And it's like, you've got to rediscover yourself in a sense. So I, I like I had a lot of traveling, burnt out a little bit, rediscovered myself. Now I'm back, and like even better, so it's like it's a really cool cycle. do you feel like there's spurts or do you feel like it's like like how
0: how mm. would you just because it's like when you're burnt out, is there time where you're not producing content or is it more like you'll try to slam contents for like i guess for a long period of time and then you'll take like that little hiatus and then you'll come back like how how does it work?
1: Mm. well, I traveled across Canada for three months and I filmed so it was ten or no. Right. No, it was not three months, for 10 weeks. 10 weeks. Yeah. And in the 10 weeks, I filmed 32 videos. Wow. So 3.2 videos a week. And like to film a video it takes a lot. Of, yeah. Well, 32. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah 32 yeah. videos, 10 weeks. And then, um, yeah. So you can imagine after that, that was like, and that was a very soul-searching. And they're trip. 10
0: minutes long each of the videos.
1: Yeah. They're long. They're long. Yeah. Like I think that was uh, was five terabytes of footage wow. in total. And so I don't have an editor. I don't have anyone who works for me. So I had to and also a lot of the footage that i made was our film was really uncalculated so mm-hmm. it was like all over the place so when i would go into the uh, the lab basically just in my room and edit like i'd have all this clumped up footage that made no sense and i would have to turn it into a story and it would take a long time to actually create um so when i came back from that trip i spent 3 months editing mm-hmm. the rest of the videos um and then after that i spent a month doing nothing so I think there's, there's like, you definitely need a time where you've got to chill, Yeah, stop nice because life is like, it's like Gary Vee says, you know, like, just gotta chill out sometimes <laughs> yeah. you gotta have those
0: days, you know, I fucking have, you got to do that.
1: Yeah, but it's hard though. I yeah. mean, I'm like, I guess I'm classified as a workaholic mm-hmm. and I, I have a hard time, um, not doing anything during the day. Like really, like even if I go surfing, like uh, maybe I'll bring my camera, I'll film it, can make it into like a real or a cool story mm-hmm. or whatever. But when you need those days. You need to, to chill out and stop and be able to think. Yeah. I always say like in life, everyone just like run, like we run, we just go, 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 go. But the real growth is when you stop and you stop, you stop doing what you're doing and you just think about why you're going and what you're doing. And then you can actually reflect and be like, am I on the right track? Mm-hmm. Do I really need this? And so like taking a trip is is definitely an example of how you can get away from everything and just stop doing and just kind of sit and think. Mm-hmm be forced to to, yeah think differently
0: so approximately two years before you were you know in vancouver with your camera filming yourself you were working at national bank so that's a pretty (laughs) big juxtaposition i don't know if i said that right juxtaposition Juxtaposition. so yeah how in that two years like what were you thinking when you're in that position working at a bank as a what were you doing at the bank what was your position
1: i was a financial analyst and fixed Income, currencies, and commodities. Okay, so I like, mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a big
0: difference between filming videos about uh, you know self improvement. Yeah, yeah, and self growth. Yeah. What, what were you feeling there? You you must have been
1: like, I want to grow a little bit or something like. Like that. when I was working in the bank.
0: Yeah, when mm-hmm. you're like just sitting there in the office, because I worked at a bank too. I mean, um, I was a bank teller um, mm-hmm. at Scotia Bank, and I remember walking into work every day. Like I hated it. I don't know if it was the lighting, the you know, maybe they could have changed the lights, and maybe it would have been different. Mm. The people there, if they were—I uh, don't know—they, they, they just—I didn't vibe with it. I, uh, you know, it was nice to wear a suit and go to work. You feel like people, are like, oh wow, look at this guy—he's got his shit together. But deep yeah. down, you know, you <laughs> feel like I, I'm not happy. You know, right? But you want to be doing what you want to do, not like yeah. giving people depositing your uh, withdrawing. Right. You know, so
1: yeah, you, well, you, you yeah. feel a similar way. Tell tell us about that. I mean yeah this is no knock on the company this is more just just like my experience but the i i really didn't like it like i i remember waking up at 5 a.m to get to work every day to be in the office by like seven or something Mm -hmm. and every day just walking like in my suit passing by like all these other guys in their suits i'm like there's no way you're happy Mm -hmm. i'm not happy none of us are happy doing this but we're doing it anyways it just makes no sense and then I like I'd take a lunch break and maybe my friend would come every now and then to like go for lunch with me. So I'm like leaving the office in my suit, you know, like hot and everything. I'm comfortable. My friend's like in shorts, he's on his bike, you know. Yeah, his bag. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want that. I want that. Like, why am I doing this? Yeah. Like, why am I doing this? No one forced me to do this. Like, I decided to do this because I felt pressured by society or people, or my friends, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I put myself in this position. No one told me I had to work in a bank. Your dad didn't tell you you have to work in a bank. Nobody. My parents are so supportive. They 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 let me do what I want. They trust me. They're they're proud of me, and um, they didn't say anything about that. I said I'm gonna do this. I did it myself. I hated it, so I didn't quit because I like I'm like yeah again. You did this right. Stick to it. Own up to your actions and like finish the job. And then they offered me a job after that. And I said no. I'm not gonna do this. I don't I don't know why. How long was that period yeah, yeah. of time like where you didn't quit and you just stayed like how uh, long did you have to it was 14 weeks 14 weeks
0: but well, by what week were you like i hate day, this? day three day yeah. three maybe day, maybe day two well, honestly that's uh honestly, that, yeah. that shows pretty good character because you know you you're willing to kind of eat that uh you know i don't want to mm-hmm. be vulgar but you know you're willing to yeah. bite the bullet
1: in order I saw to... who you've had on this show. You can be vulgar.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We it's the brand awareness, you know. We want to keep it clean.
1: Uh, you
0: don't want to eat shit
1: basically for fourteen yeah. weeks, But you did. You know you did. what? Though you eat shit all the time, and like in, in this career also with the videos and yeah. everything like yeah. you're constantly eating it. It's a... You just gotta eat shit that's like you
0: know the right flavor that w- works in well, like it, in what you want, you know. Oh yeah, or
1: you was you was... Well, you hope you're going to be eating less shit as time <laughs> yeah. goes on, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You're like we'll have a, we'll have a big serving now and then, you know, maybe it turns into an appetizer later and then after that's not on the menu. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, yeah, imagine editing a video it takes you like 40 hours to make and edit mm-hmm. and everything. You pay, get paid $0 and you do that for 10 months in a row. But you're you doing anything. it for yourself. You're doing it for yourself. Yeah. But you're not getting paid. And like, you're living at home with your parents or you're, you're eating into your savings, like you're taking a risk, right? Because you don't even know if there's, if this is going to work, you don't know if you have the skills or the drive or whatever, but you do it long enough. And then like, you start to see glimpses Like yeah, you gotta eat shit every now and then it's it's important.
0: It's like Jordan Peterson. It's like, it's like, yeah, but pick your damn poison, man. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) Even like Scott Galloway. I don't know who Scott Galloway is. No, does he Mm -hmm. sound like
0: Jordan Peterson though?
1: No, he sounds pretty, pretty normal yeah okay he, he uh he's yeah. a professor at nyu and he yeah. writes like a lot of books and everything mm-hmm. but he says the same thing he's like it's hard to have work-life balance when you're like when you have priorities mm-hmm. if your career is your priority like you know you gotta eat shit in the sense of like sacrifice your time and not go out with your friends and like avoid partying and spending money on drinking and restaurants and stuff mm-hmm. you gotta take the hit yeah to yeah. eventually be able to get to a place where you can find balance but like Your life was imbalanced for a long time and the hope of kind of bridging that gap.
0: hundred percent. And I
1: think we come from a
0: generation of like, you know, the zoomers are a little less like that because the boomers kind of made a little more comfortable life, depending on where you live. It's not, this isn't for everybody, but Mm. uh, like just our backgrounds are a little, you know, like our parents were hard workers Mm. and, you know, they paved the way for a better life for us. So when that happens is like, you need to make your own incentive to kind of go forward and, Pick your own path and
1: uh dig that out, you know. Well, a lot of people don't, despite having that, yeah. and I think we're lucky. Like, we have we had the opportunity to right away do what we wanted to do, mm-hmm. and you know, a lot of people that I know or that exist in the world also have that chance. Like, some are like, more fortunate than others to have the freedom to pick what they want to do in life from the beginning. Yet, like, I still took that banking job, like, you still took your banking job, yeah. We wanted to be like we want to test the waters out and see what what it was like but we still put ourselves in positions that everyone else puts themselves in mm-hmm. so i think it's it's less about like i don't know if the words are privilege or where you start out with or whatever it's more about your mindset which yeah. is which is what i came to realize which is why i started the brand because if you don't know what's like you're not comfortable with yourself and you don't love yourself and you're not confident in your ability to succeed at whatever you're you're passionate about then you're going to get the banking drug exactly the banking job well you kind
0: of need like we both kind of needed those jobs to, in order to know what we you actually wanted like i worked in so many different jobs i, mm-hmm. I worked at fire stations i was a, a bus boy all these different things and i'm happy because like you know i enjoyed some of them for the time being but i knew like this isn't like the end goal this yeah. is just a material you know i want to mm-hmm. like suck everything out of the situation and use it in the you know in my own way which kind of like probably for you, it's like you wouldn't have been inspired to make the big leap you did if you hadn't have put fourteen weeks. You know, you're yeah. right. It's like yeah. you know, it's like a pendulum. You know, yeah. fourteen weeks of hard labor, at the, mm. at the, whatever it is, you know, and then you know, you're doing the three months of just straight shooting videos. You know.
1: Well, yeah, what you said is hundred percent right, and I and I, it's interesting you say that because like we. we you know, people are infatuated with being successful. Love to watch those videos of successful people talking mm-hmm. about how to be successful.
0: Tony Robbins.
1: Anyway, yeah, <laughs> anybody. It's like, you the random guys on those, you know, the thing on Facebook we were looking at. Like those weird-ass people. But everybody... Which guys? I just wanted... Uh, <laughs> I don't know who it was, but there was, like, some reel that you showed me.
0: Oh, yeah, the yeah, guy, the like, guy yelling, who swears. Swearing at yeah, there's this guy uh, who's, like, this old man, and he's like, you want to fucking make it, then <laughs> you have to fucking do it. Fuck your friends if they're bad. And it's like, you're not inspiring me, man. You just look like an asshole. But yeah, but
1: people still watch this. Yeah, guy. Yeah, people do. Date see this guy. <laughs> it's true. But the point is like we're when people are infatuated with being successful. Yeah. Like don't realize that the true like way you stay successful and become it is you gotta work your ass off for a long time. Like we said, eat a lot of shit. And then at some point it clicks. Like for example, just to put it in perspective of YouTube videos. Maybe you make videos for five years every single week. Nothing blows up, and then after five years, it blows up, and you're and overnight, you've gone from like fifty thousand to a million subscribers, mm-hmm. and now you're making, you know, probably a hundred thousand, hundreds of of do- dollars a year. You're comfortable. You're good. You're in a completely different position in life. Mm-hmm. But that's like that person who blew up after five years now has the the knowledge and the experience of like eating the shit for five years. They're like we know what it took to get to this point. But people are always looking for, like, a get-rich-quick scheme, and that's, like, instant gratification is a really, really, really bad thing Mm -hmm. um, because it doesn't teach you how to value who you are and what you work for and, like, the value of what you have right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so, like, you know, the bank, 100%, if I didn't do those jobs, I had a lot of few jobs as well, if I didn't do all those jobs and did not enjoy them, didn't enjoy them, then I would not have had the appreciation for what I do now. And I wouldn't have stuck with it. Probably. Mm -hmm. I probably would have quit because I'm like, oh, it's fine. I'll do something else. Mm -hmm. This is the same thing with you. You're like, you've got to make it a point in life to test a lot of careers or a lot of ideas, travel to a lot of places, take a lot of risks. And then you learn something from each of those experiences. And that shapes who you are. So Mm -hmm. like when you're in that position, when you're happy and you're proud of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. you're like, well, I couldn't have done it without all these experiences.
0: Yeah, 100%. And in those jobs that. You know you're not necessarily in love with you learn how to uh like for example you probably you know you came up with your system because you know i've been living here with him for you know three days now and i see how organized he is with his schedule and how he wants to shoot things and mm-hmm. how everything like uh it's very um this, what's the word calculated yeah or <laughs> methodological or whatever yeah. you know uh, the, the word they use in university okay but yeah it's very calculated and you know you have a system so I think you maybe you have to k- kind of give credit to the finance degree and also mm. the banking job because of that stuff like yeah I, I, me personally like I uh, uh maybe it's not the same type of job it's like a lot lower there's a but when I was a bus boy, I had to mm. learn how to think quick on my feet you know if there's like a guy causing a ruckus I had to go you know snitch on him and tell the bouncer like go get that guy you know so it's like the same like Yeah.
1: Well, every job you you get those skills and you transfer them to like, whatever it is you're doing next. Yeah, exactly. I mean, every job has its own value too. Like being a busboy, it requires a certain amount of skills that you do not need to use or do not learn how to use in a job like finance. Mm -hmm. So it's important that you do try that as well. Even I was a camp counselor too. That, That taught me how to like be good to kids, be good to the people I work with. I was a hockey referee, taught me how to be assertive. Like there's, you know, there's different jobs mm-hmm. that have different skill sets and you got to try a bunch of different things to actually learn. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I fully, I agree. Everything has its value.
0: And like, just going back to what you're saying, cause I had a thought, mm-hmm. um, when you say get rich quick, I think like the thing is, is like people want to get rich quick and they want to get money overnight. But the, the question I ask is you want to make money doing something? that's like you know gonna make you money you don't want to just get a lottery ticket and then you know leisure all day because then it's like what's mm-hmm. the point of living life if you're in cuba if you're on vacation every day of your life then you're not really living a life you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of living i don't know it's like a bullshit life you have to mm-hmm. the difficult things kind of you know like we said, pick your poison. It's like it it, it, it gives you joy at the end knowing you accomplished something like that. Yeah.
1: So it's so interesting you say that. And like, I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion or whatever, but I'm like, damn, okay, just turned 23 last week. Okay. So, like, what if I had a million subscribers right now? Like, what if I started my channel uh, when, when I did in, in like beginning of 2021 there? What if I started that? And by now, like 12, 14, 15 months later, I have a million subscribers. Like, how would I feel? like What would my next goal be? You know, would I be, maybe I, maybe I would be the same and I would still have big goals and everything. So it's not to say what I'm about to say, but I think it's good to work and, and not be successful for a little bit and to just kind of see it grow very slowly. Um, because yeah, again, you appreciate everything. Like I'm grinding right now, but I know like what I'm doing is good. My audience likes what I'm doing. People I speak to every time I, I talk about Sprout are interested in it, mm-hmm. and they're like, "We need this in the world," and, for, and I'm like, "Good, I know you need it. Mm-hmm. I also needed it, and I need it." So I'm doing something for me, and I'm doing something for you. I'm like, "Okay, I'm on the right track. I've got all the the like support and everything, but it's just taking time to get the views or the algorithm or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's fine, you know. That's life. I'm 23. Like, yeah. Let's let's say, let's think about it the other way." Imagine you work your ass off, you started at 21 or 22, you work your ass off, what do you think you're going to be doing at 30? Like You're going to be making more money than everybody else is, that you know is making. You're going to have so much success, you're going to be doing whatever you love, you're going to have a team, your life's going to be good, you're probably living somewhere that really speaks to you. That's because you worked for eight years and like the 10,000 hour rule, I think if you break it down into like if you worked 40 hours a week, let's say every week, you achieve ten thousand hours of mastery in seven years, I think. Mm. Don't don't quote me on that, I'm not hundred percent sure, but I I think I read that in a malware. But... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's who's your fact checker? Brian Yeah. He's on it. Yeah. Um yeah, so imagine that, right? Like imagine you start at twenty-two, now you're twenty-nine, just really young as well, mm-hmm. and you become a master at whatever you're doing. Mm-hmm. So that's how i think about it i'm like i don't need to be super rich successful million subscribers right now i just need to learn and grow and be young be able to do what i want to do and then in five seven eight years when i think about life more seriously then i'll be set i'll be so set so it's true man
0: i mean and one thing i want to say is like you you like to bring up the word calculated we've been talking about that for the past couple days yeah um uh, but I think you, you know, you, you also have another C in there, which is the, the, another C word. it's the, um, not the bad word. Uh, it's the consistency, you know, consistency, consistency mm. with, you know, uploading those videos every week, consistency with, um, eh, okay. I didn't have a third point there. <laughs> when <people start> <laughs> it's like, you have three points. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, consistency <laughs> with, you know, uploading videos, but also right. with your brand. Mm. So I want to talk about your brand significance and how because you know you're very consistent with your brand you don't like to like do a prank or something you want to like you're not robbing people's time you're you're giving something to them like a lot of entertainment is like kind of robbing your time it's like you could have lived your life better without seeing the kim kardashian episode of the jersey shore Mm. but you it's like we're watching you for entertainment but also we're going to come out of it with something with the it, whether it be your experience or something you've learned from your experience that can help me with my experience. So Mm -hmm. tell us about your brand significance and also like just why you choose to go
1: that route. Well, it's a product of who I am for sure. I mean, you're a funny guy, right? You like comedy, pranks make sense with, with your personality. I was never that guy. Um, I, and when I was in high school, my friends were like, You're 100%, you're going to be a motivational speaker when you're older. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, and I was always like the quiet guy. I used to give really good advice. Like, I, I still do. But, you know, I had given, I'd started giving advice to all my friends and helping them and whatnot. So, like, I've always wanted to help people. And, like, my, my family lineage as well, like my dad and stuff, my parents, my grandparents, they're really, they were known as people who were helping and providing services to people, giving people opportunities in life um yeah but the the brand significance part is like i only got to that point where i'm so calculated is because i tried a lot and i learned a lot um before i was traveling across canada and it's funny like i just texted him last night actually so the guy I was traveling across canada like, he was the calculated guy like he knew what he was doing he had been doing it for five years he, like, he's on his on his shit he knew what he was doing yeah. i was there young i mean still young but didn't know what I was doing at all. Wanted to film everything was like, I'll film this. I'll talk about this. We'll use it in the video later. Maybe we'll use it in the video later. Like it could be kind of like a wishy-washy attitude. Yeah, exactly. Well, I didn't know what I was doing. So I'm like, okay, let me talk about this food and be like, ah, so we're eating this food, it's healthy, but we're going to get the healthier alternative. And then I don't speak about food in my videos. So I don't, but I wanted to film it because I didn't know what the story was. And then i came full circle like i'm watching you film and everything and yeah you're like let's film this let's film this i'm like dude why are you filming this like, what's your what's your reasoning behind why you're filming this and you're like i don't know no, let's film it like we'll see it's, content. You know, it's, it's fine content, it's content yeah. that's what i used to say Like it's content i'm like okay you film it enjoy it like i'll film it for you if you want but I, i'm good like i know my i know what i'm doing so it, it comes over time that you understand well, you have your to make, lane you have to kind of test out those contents
0: in order to know what the content is that you want to keep
1: doing you know yeah you got to test out your content and you also have to um try enough like forms of video and what like enough storylines in a sense you know like filming randomly filming this filming mm-hmm. that um but my brand is like it's really a product of me i think the best brands in the world are are ones that start out with um, answering your own issues or your own problems so if you start something that solves a problem you know that you're not alone in the world right if you have an issue there's a very good like a strong likelihood that someone else has that same issue and for me it was really um you know the mindset understanding like what was inside of me and i've been on this journey for four years of deep self-reflection um so i i feel like i have this um level of introspection or self-awareness that a lot of people in my age bracket don't have, Mm -hmm. and they should have, or at Mm -hmm. least should have half of it or a quarter of it, something to kickstart them. Mm -hmm. So that's why like Sprout is, it is what it is Mm -hmm. because it comes from me and it comes from me originally wanting to answer my own questions and then realizing that a lot of other people have those same questions.
0: Mm -hmm. Where do you find the assurity to kind of think that, oh, like my problems, my questions, these are going to matter. And um, <clears throat> that, like, I should keep, you know, the discipline that you have, there's kind of two questions in here. One mm-hmm. A is, like, where did you find the discipline to, you know, be so consistent and create these videos? What does that stem from? Because for some people, it's martial arts or it's from sports or it's from, you know, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the other one is, uh, how do you find that, uh, the, you know, the, the confidence to kind of keep going and saying, all right, this is what I want to do. Was there a moment where you had an idea of a brand where it's not exactly what it is today? Was there kind of a pivot in between or was it always the same
1: idea? I think at the core, it was always the same idea. Um, But it definitely veered in different directions. Like I I originally got the idea, like not not the mindset thing is about me and everything, but I originally had the business idea, which was like the format of a, a blog to be fitness, finance, and mindset, like mm-hmm. those three things. And so it was just going to be a blog. There? Yeah. Because so I'm like, I might as well, like I'm a finance major. I might yeah. as well use my yeah. degree and do something yeah. with it. And then it didn't, it never saw the light of day. Like it never, when I launched the website, I had already figured out that I didn't want that in there. And then, yeah, and then it was, it was a blog at first and then it was a podcast and then it was a blog again and then it was neither of those and it was a youtube channel and then that that kind mm. of stuff cuz i enjoy the storytelling aspect of the videos um what was the first question <laughs> uh, um, the first one the, the, the discipline oh the discipline is i guess it could be the sports you know i played sports since i've been 4 years old but uh, it's like i have this weird well actually it was the confidence and
0: discipline they kind of so you're mm. saying well, yeah, because I asked like, six different questions in that sentence. Uh, It was like a paragraph with uh, questions. But um, yeah, so you pivoted from a podcast, what like, you pivoted from the podcast, but you still had that engine rolling saying, Okay, let's move on to the next one. Okay, let's Mm -hmm. move on to the next one. What did that so you are saying sports is that's where it comes from? Because also pivoting is something in itself where you have to learn, you know, like to Mm. not be in one place. you know, you look around you see guys working their nine to five for mm-hmm. their whole lives. Yeah. Those guys never pivoted. pivoted you know? Yeah. It's actually
1: funny. You say that. Like I, I like I journal every single day for the last four years mm. and I've never answered the question, where does my discipline come from? I'm just like, I don't know if naturally self-driven is a thing. Like I can remember being 13 and like still having that same drive while playing hockey, always wanting to be the first on the ice and the last on the ice. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess sports builds it into you, right? Like, those foundational habits to have drive and and, and everything. But I've always just challenged myself. Like, I, I've always lived a life where it's, like, me versus me. Mm-hmm. So I'm always chasing, like, the better version of myself, basically. Which, I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, the yeah. shadow ahead of me is me. It's not someone else. And I'm just trying to make sure that I, I'm not um, – I'm better than who I was six months ago. But I also am, like, really trying to catch up to the guy who I could be in six months. Mm. I feel like that makes you more driven and disciplined. Yeah. Because you're, there's you don't really get swayed from things. Like I get a, I posted a video to, um this past week, which is like it, the video that I think speaks really well to what I'm trying to do with the brand in this like new wave. It's the worst performing video I've had in a very very long time. Like even like it's just it's just bad. It's not doing well at all. Is
0: that a strike to your ego at all, or does it feel like do you feel underwhelmed from that?
1: No, I'm on a, I'm on a mission that, and that's a different wave of content, different style, and people should not be be as excited for it because it's a different audience and different format. So like I understand that. And because I understand that, I'm not going to be like, ah, shit, this content doesn't work. So I'm going to go back to what I'm doing before. Mm-hmm. And then if I do that, then I'm going to get back into this whole cycle of unhappiness or un, un, unfulfillment, lack of fulfillment mm-hmm. because of the, that content doesn't speak to me. So I'm like running my own race. I'm like, this is video number one of this new style of content. I want to make this speaks to me. I can tell the people who watched it really enjoy it. This is just video one. You have a plan. Will. you have a vision and nobody else is doing the same thing as you, as you're your, your unique. And that's where the drive is. So I don't need, I'm not worrying about the guy who's over there. getting videos, that, uh, making videos that get a million views that don't speak to me. It's okay. That's your, that's your journey. That's you but I'm doing my own thing right now and it's going to take some time.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's kind of like marching to the beat of your own drum kind of thing. Like kind of yeah. paving the way. And because the world people say oh like you know Elon Musk it's like Elon Musk's world, you know, it's like his mm-hmm. you know he's deciding what the future is by deciding Neuralink, Tesla, um, SpaceX, Mm -hmm. but it's similar to what you're saying in the sense where it's like, it's not his world. It's just, you know, he decides to make it, hit. he decides to live in his life as his own world, you know, which is
1: what. Well, yeah, like you're talking about Elon Musk, for example, and a lot of people are paying attention to what he's doing. I don't know anything, I don't know anything that he's doing because I'm not even, I'm not trying to Mm -hmm. enter his, his like version of, of the world. Right. Like he has a lot of money. He's very successful. And he can use that and do what he wants with it because he's in the public eye. People who are maybe not running their own race, or people who are interested in what other people are doing, are watching him and paying a lot of attention to him and being like, "Oh, what's he doing? It it's that's his world."
0: That's because that's the thing. Because I was listening to the
1: um, Mr. Beast
0: podcast with Joe Rogan, and like a lot of what he, like Joe Rogan would try to, you know, sw- change the conversation into like AI, different things, and Mr. Beast would say, I'm like. Listen, Joe, I don't know anything about AI. I, all I know is YouTube. Like, You yeah. know what I mean? And he has so much knowledge and, um, you know, different insights that he can offer that when Joe Rogan's, you know, coming about AI, it's almost like, he's like, man, I don't know anything. Like, let's just keep it about YouTube kind of thing. Yeah. So, I mean, I think, like, I don't know, because, like, I come from a very different background where, like, I want to know as much about the world and everything different as much as I can. But, um. The only downside to that is that you do, like, need to fully engage yourself within something and concentrate and, like, you know, cancel out all the noise in order to become the best at whatever that thing is.
1: Yeah, but that's, again, whoever is doing that, that's their prerogative, right? Like, if you're focusing only on YouTube, like Mr. Beast, and you become amazing at YouTube, then, you know, maybe your worldview isn't as rounded out. That's but it. That's what I'm then saying. Then what can you do to solve that, right? Okay, let's make some new friends and mm-hmm. like let's see let's talk to people who have different worldviews. I think being on a podcast and being asked about something you don't know is different than you going out and trying to learn more about it. Like if you asked me about AI right now, I wouldn't be able to tell you anything. I'll yeah. listen to you and, and but I wouldn't be able to agree much. or disagree or whatever because yeah. I don't know. It. I don't it's not something I look at. But then if I'm like, okay, well, I know a lot about you too. i I've done what I need to do now, like, what can I do to round myself out? Mm-hmm. Maybe go make new friends, start reading articles, like, watching movies or something like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think in the meantime, like, that's, you know, what Mr. You, Beast, that's his
0: prerogative. What are you looking at right now? Because, you know, you're not really into politics or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Anytime we have a conversation, it's, like, it's almost like you're, like, listening to me and, like, you know, like, uh, he's a good listener. So, yeah, because, like, you know, I'll, I'll teach him about Mao Zedong and China, whatever it is, and, like, you know, I could see interest mm-hmm. as he's listening, but, you know, it's like, those are the things I'm interested in. What, what else are you interested yeah. in other than, you know, your mission? Because yeah, that's interesting to me too, you know, cause like, are you fully just in your mission or is there like 20% of time allocated to something else?
1: No, I'm pretty much fully into, into my mission. I really like self-improvement stuff, sports, um, culture, travel, like lifestyle, stuff, fitness. I mean, I'm in. I'm. I'm definitely in the health and wellness space. Mm-hmm. I would say that's like a really good definition of what I like to do. I like to learn new skills, um, and just meet people. That's like, yeah, that's that's all I worry about right now. It's more about like this, the self development, personal growth mm-hmm. space. That, that's good. I mean, you um,
0: you get to like, cause you have your whole life to kind of learn about everything else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. As long as you're going forward in the direction that you're safe and you want to be comfortable in. You know, if those things ever interest you later on, you could kind of like grab onto it. Yeah,
1: like, whatever it is. Well, I don't feel it's a bad thing though. That's that's the main thing. I'm not saying like I'm I'm not telling someone how to live. But for me, I like, I don't see people around me angry at me for only knowing this much. And st- like no one is saying, like, "Will is a piece of shit." Like, he only knows like self development. Like, no, 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 no. But you know, so it, it's not. I'm not impacting anybody in a negative way. And I'm not impacting myself in a negative way because I feel fine. But and but you're listen to people. Like you won't yeah, be like, course. let's change the discussion.
0: I don't want to talk about Tesla no.
1: and AI. No, no. I'm happy to learn. Like right? yeah. everyone's got something to, to offer. But there's a, a lot of conversations I can't necessarily add on to. Mm-hmm. That's I just like sit and listen and that's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't need to shut you up. Like that's if you're interested in that, you talk about that like maybe they're maybe get into something that we don't want to talk about I'm like, yeah okay, like relax it's okay yeah, yeah but yeah i'm not going to shut anyone down i'm not closed-minded i'm just not uh, putting in the effort to learn other things right now mm-hmm. so right now where are you at like where do you like because i mean well
0: i know where you're at but like you know we're we're together right now we're in los angeles mm-hmm. you know this trip right now we're just uh we're coming up with some different video ideas like Asking billionaires uh, if they need any help with something. Yeah. Um. The one that we completed in, in fully is like uh, we went to UCLA and mm-hmm. we asked um, what it what it means to have a fulfilling life. Why don't you tell yeah. us about the videos in LA mm-hmm. and,
1: and that whole wavelength? Uh, like. Well, my whole vision for this brand is to to be starting these self improvement retreats in the next one to three years. Which is like I spoke a lot about travel and the importance of taking a trip. Well, I'd like to be the guy making those trips. So that you can, if you have a certain amount of vacation days or if you can travel all the time, if you're an entrepreneur or a student or whatever, then would, instead of picking a place to travel and not knowing what to do when you get there and just kind of like, okay, we spent a week in, in uh, Italy and we'll come back. Okay, we're refreshed. We'll come back. We'll go back to work. Why don't we go on a trip where there's a purpose, like where we can try and actually teach you something that's like, let's say the straight line is is like a fulfilling life. Let's mm-hmm. say you're on you're veering off to the right. Well, let's, let's organize a trip that can put you back on the track towards getting to that straight line um so that's like the the grand vision i have on every time i make a video um yeah and then in la is it's interesting because i was alone at the beginning the trip is really about friendship and getting to know people getting to know yourself and enjoying your time alone and just kind of staying away from the camera sometimes the videos i'm filming now are all about uh sharing insight that different people in different stages of life might have about a fulfilling life. And then also trying to help people trying to start like group chats or networking events or things that can connect human beings that need more connection in their lives. And then, I mean, you've introduced like a, a jiu-jitsu opportunity. So something like that is cool. Some surfing videos are cool. Yeah. This stage right here is just a month and just testing the waters out for seeing like more, looking at more into friendships and self-discovery mm-hmm. it's been good so far so i mean um those retreats that you're talking about mm.
0: when you talk because i i, I kind of understand like a lot of people you know when they go they just want to see i don't know the coliseum they want to see like they're in uh, you know italy whatever they want to see like the landmarks and stuff but sometimes we forget that like the, the locals here they don't really um, they don't really care about that stuff. Maybe they care about the restaurants, whatever. But, um, there are like niche little self-improvement things. Like you say, mm. how would you kind of find that out in each city? Would you like look for it by traveling over the years network with an mm. individual who's into that and say, okay, I want you to be it. Can you explain to us like the system, the operations
1: like yeah. before it even happens? It. Yeah. Yeah, so basically like I say that the retreats are 1 to 3 years away from being an actual reality and priority because in order to run a successful retreat, you need to know what cities can well actually backtrack. So the the retreats are built based off of a fulfilling life. There's six pillars in a fulfilling life. There's your friendships, your relationships, your health, your career, uh self-discovery and then travel. So a retreat is supposed to be focused around one or more of those things and then in order to figure out how to run the most optimal retreat, you need to, one, have a, a good network of people, like you said, and to know which places to host the retreating. So how do you do that? Well, you got to travel a lot and go to places that you can research and, and you think that there's something worthwhile to look into relative to those six pillars. And then you have to meet people when you're there. So what do you do? You got to reach out to people, like maybe stay in hostels, go to events. Um sign yourself up for a class and then start talking to people when you get there. And basically I got to build out this network of people who can be interesting and can help me or not even help me, but can help make the retreat worthwhile Mm -hmm. and also find a place that, um, can like elicit all of these emotions that we're trying to convey or trying to bring out. So like, let's say you take the city of Paris, for example, right? Paris is known as a city of love and, and romance. So let's say we go to Paris. I go to Paris like at some point in the next few years and I try all these experiences that are related to relationships or helping people like get together and everything. And I'm like, yeah, hey, Iris really, really is that city that is great for building relationships or meeting someone. Okay, good. So Paris is on my list for a, a relationship-based retreat. Perfect. Now when we need to meet people like love coaches or like, dating coaches or matchmaking like, events. What do we do? So we spend enough time in that city, we figure it out, we we'll find it, and then, yeah, hopefully we'll have a team by that point, and then we'll start getting in contact with people, making new friends, organizing stuff, and, yeah, the retreat will form like that. So it comes from, like, several years of trial and, not trial and error, but really, like, travel so discovery.
0: So, okay, because when I when I thought you, when the tr- retreats, I thought you are like, going to try to, like, purchase real estate. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. Like, real estate, like a hotel kind of thing?
1: No, so it would just be, like, it would be a partnership with, uh it could be a partnership with a hotel, it could be a partnership with an like, Airbnb or something. Mm-hmm. There would be a, a place that I would host it at. But no, it's not, they're not permanent. Wait, so, just, I, I want to, like, understand it completely. Like, mm. you
0: know, when I, like, for example, like, I, I'm looking for, a, well, I got a place in Joshua Tree, because I'm going to go travel there. Yeah. Uh, by the end of next week, there's some different things there that, like, uh you know, it's a... I don't know, crystals, open third eye, yada, yada, health and wellness. Yeah. So is that similar to what you want to do? Not like that specifically, but just that program. Do you want to, like, is it an app? What
1: is it specifically? That, how is mm. the... I don't know what the format would look like. That's It's still far it's away for on, the logistics yeah. of that. Um, no, like I wouldn't, I, it wouldn't be like hosted in just one city. It's like, let's say I'm based in Vancouver or in, in LA mm-hmm. and I'm like, I've got my team with me we're like great we're gonna host five retreats in like this location so it's like a tour and then we've got people who've signed up from everywhere around the world who are coming in these different retreats this is going to take two months we're going to travel good we're going to do that we're going to get that done we're going to come home we're going to be here This is going to be our home base mm-hmm. and then we'll just keep cycling as we build more retreats out in different locations hire more people um no it has, it's not it doesn't have to do with psychedelics it's more
0: no no i didn't mean it's like that was yeah. just an example of like um yeah you know, like, like
1: a program people have the they're retreat just, is like a trip right it's yeah. like an organized trip
0: organized trip but not it isn't, it's not like i think i'm just looking for the wording because when you say retreat like i, I can't tell if it's like oh well, yeah we gonna like, going to like a, a hot springs or whatever and then they're gonna give me massages
1: like you know well, it's not but like, an
0: organized trip makes a little more sense to me. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah i mean you could call it an organized trip i the way i see it is just like redefining travel -hmm. That's how I would I would say it in two words. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's something that you're gonna use your vacation days towards, Mm -hmm. or or go on a trip specifically for, and like you're entering, you know, like sprouts taking control of what you're doing, Mm -hmm. and you're gonna come in. You're gonna probably get like uh, some tools to to learn and to keep track of all your your findings, and you're gonna be making really good friends over the trip. And then when you leave the trip, you'll have more resources to. Not forget about what you learn, and yeah, it's it's a variation because a lot of retreats right now are like you said, mm-hmm. very spiritual, like mm-hmm. kind of like spiritual awakenings, and then organized trips are are like the opposite, just trips but organized by someone else, so you don't have to think about. Yeah, it's very commercial. You're, you're gonna go. Yeah. on the
0: bus. So think of like something
1: in the middle, but but run by a 25 year old or something who's like who loves sports and is is fun and you and tries to make it youthful, like 25 year old. Meaning the affiliate or yourself? Me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Like run by someone who's not like, who didn't have, who didn't have a fucked up childhood. Like, no, Mm -hmm. I don't have any issues. Just want to like really help people have have a good time and better their lives and change the course of their lives. So the way you'd launch it is by finding a specific city, like let's say Japan,
0: and then you'd be the host of this retreat. And Mm -hmm. eventually you would find people yourself, maybe train them and then move on to the next city kind of is just spreading out and sprouting in in the world
1: right exactly that's cool the whole thing is is is, uh like it's a microcosm of itself right like Mm -hmm. the brand is currently sprouting Mm -hmm. hopefully when it gets to a point where it sprouts then Mm -hmm. you start sprouting in different ways and people who follow you start sprouting so i guess you know (laughs) i'm thinking how many times did he say
0: sprout in that sentence yeah (laughs) a lot of sprouting (laughs) Um, um Okay, so I want to like to the gap in the market, you would say, is the in between, um, between like the commercial tourism and also the uh spiritual stuff, right? I would say it's mainly that young young
1: people don't pay enough attention to their own uh, self growth and self development. Okay, it's not about like testing the market and like where's the best spot, it's just like nobody, nobody does this that I know of, nobody is helping people who need the most help who are the future of this planet mm-hmm. get on the right track. Mm-hmm. I the, agree. With people you. who do have those retreats are usually older. Probably had crisis. some experiences. Yes. yes. And they've changed, you know, changed their life and they're helping other people. But why is mm-hmm. nobody doing this for people our age? Because it's so important, man. I, I agree. I agree.
0: It's because like we've been following the system where it's like, you know, in our twenties, we're supposed to get drunk. We're supposed to like be in a frat. We're supposed to I don't know like it's different for everyone but I'm just saying North American culture it's like very much like your 20s are when you should be having the most fun fun fun. I believe fun is important but also you could have fun improving your life.
1: Think about this, how many people do you, like just you don't have to say an actual number but like percentage of people do you know or have you heard of in school are extremely stressed and anxious and nervous and like have a very hard time figuring out what they're going to do next a lot of people a lot of people that's why they go on weekends drink. (laughs) that's why they go on weekends and drink what (laughs) if you took a different weekend to go on a retreat yes and and you were just brought into this whole new world that it was like the most eye-opening experience you've ever had because you're like well this is totally different from my entire life Mm. now you're going to leave that weekend feeling different you know those stresses and the anxiety that you have come from different sources like your grades or your teachers your friends now you've been opened up to this new world and you've actually been forced to think about who you are and what you want and you can't go back after that it's true it's true that's the point of the retreat but it's also to be like well we're not putting you in a in a a room and making you meditate for three days we're gonna have fun we're still going to drink we're still going to have dance parties and everything Mm -hmm. but we're gonna we're gonna also learn about ourselves it's like the biggest bang for your buck you can get in terms of personal growth but also very youthful and living, enjoying mm-hmm. your time, having a sick time and making friends. It's true. I mean, it's so important to to
0: travel and leave your comfort zone. And uh, like you said, it's one of the pillars. And to also realize that, like, maybe it's worth it, even though this trip is going to, I'm going to have to you know, put down some money. Like, maybe it's worth it to spend money on this trip than going out all those weekends. Save like six, seven weekends of you going out, mm-hmm. you know, put that towards travel or yourself and going somewhere you know i wow, think yeah. after covid it was a tough uh it was a very tough time because a lot of people were cooped up in their homes you know they, they some people like they, they had to reexamine their lives and uh you know when when you're when you don't have much exposure to outside like you said travel you kind of get locked into your own devices mm-hmm. and it's, and it, it actually yeah it, it was devices i think like technology it has its greatness and stuff because it connects you to the world. But I feel like this past two years has accelerated a lot of uh, tech usage. And I mean, what does that do that makes you more reliant on a substance, which is your your phone or whatever a computer, mm. rather than, um, you know, like the set the things you're saying, the foundations of what's going to make you grow, you know, going there and seeing what those things are.
1: Yeah, there's I mean, there's statistics by McKinsey and everything that, I mean, it's a pretty obvious statistic to me, but I guess maybe not to everyone. But wellness travel is a concept that is only going to increase exponentially as time goes on. And like wellness travel is defined as travel for the benefit of personal growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've had so many friends who are like shells of themselves because of COVID. And because they've had to actually like also face who they are and what they're doing Mm -hmm. in life, like that's a very hard and scary series of thoughts to, to have. (laughs) But like, there's another way to do that and to have fun with it and to make it more enjoyable and to actually have someone who has the tools to help Mm -hmm. you do that. Fresh air. Yeah. And that's, and at the same time, you meet your friends, you make new friends doing that and like, not all the trips are going to be, I'm not trying to like price out people I, I want. If I've got enough of an audience in Montreal, for example, then we'll rent a bus. We'll go up somewhere. It'll be a relatively cheap trip compared to flying out to Dubai or something. Mm-hmm. And then you can make all your friends, and you're all in this, you're all from the same city, so you can see each other next weekend or do whatever. Yeah, you got your new friend groups. That'd be mm-hmm. a good uh, test trial. I, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at doing one in Montreal to start, because it's you know like. I keep thinking like gotta help strangers out and you know, whatever. And you do have to help strangers out, but the best thing you can do is help your friends out. Mm-hmm. Your friends, like your friends need a lot of help. Like whether your personal growth or, or like comedy, or it doesn't matter what you're doing, like help your friends, yeah. make your friends happier first, your family, everyone that you care about. And then you can do whatever you want with the strangers. Like, leverage the fact that you yeah. have friends that need help. Cause there's something there. There's
0: like those little embers, uh, embers uh, or whatever, a fire that you could just spark and ignite and, you know, like you saying that they're shells in themselves, but it doesn't have to be that way. They could, you know, wake up and, you know, yeah, they just you need could somebody, start a new journey.
1: They need someone to wake them up. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, they're not even woke. Tony Robbins. They're not. They're not <laughs> even woke. They're, they're asleep. Right. Oh no, we need to get them awake. Awake. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right now they're asleep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we need to wake them up.
0: Yeah, we met a gentleman. I think his name Aaron. Aaron. He's a bartender at a vegan restaurant, and the vegan restaurant. Uh, i don't know if we're gonna talk about the half beer thing with the other guy yeah but
1: let's not put that no we won't either. put that in we'll
0: throw in other bus. but okay
1: <laughs> the worst four beer i've ever yeah, yeah, seen in my yeah.
0: life it was like half like the, we, we poured half the beer and then he, he like puts it in front of me and then i'm like <laughs> i look at him it's like i look at him and then i'm like really and then he's like he's like uh I, I can give you the next one for free but anyways there's a lot of there's a lot of funny things actually through this trip uh that we've been going through um, that are little funny things. Because, you know, I mean, I know you're about all the health and wellness stuff, but I think you also do have an eye for comedy. And yeah, um, I have a
1: different version of it. I love jokes.
0: You're observational, you, you're like analytical, you kind of pick up on little things that most people <laughs> don't. And like, that's like straight out of my like, that's like, you know, where I come from, you know, me, and Liam, uh, Liam's show is watch this it yeah. has a podcast show. And, uh, there's th- th- little things that people do, like, for example, we were in Costco the other day and I don't know, you want to reiterate what happened at the- with the couch? It's just so stupid, but it's so funny. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, this, we we're
1: at Costco and there's this couch, like this, you know, you know, you can buy a couch at Costco. And this guy, <laughs> this guy's taking a picture of the couch, but his wife is on the couch. So he's like, all right, honey, like just sit on the couch. I had to take a picture, see how this looks. Got real, real time test it out. Yeah. So I'm like Cheyenne. Good. You're gonna sit on this couch. We got three girls to sit next to you. <laughs> you yeah, see exactly. See one on top of you, one on each side of you. let's yeah. Take a picture, see how it's gonna look in real time. Like, what's the deal? Why? He, <laughs>
0: what, he he wants to take a picture of the couch. Like, why does he have to ask his wife to sit down on it? He like, needs to know what it's gonna feel the like.
1: Dimension. Okay, or, my uh, wife takes up this much room. We're good. We're good. Yeah. Sit here. He's gonna look good. We're gonna watch the movie. Sir, can we put a TV here. Oh you my have God! You go to TV here.
0: Yeah, yeah. What else? Yeah. And the, the Scottish guy yesterday. Yeah, the the, Scottish
1: guy.
0: Yeah, I was at the. We were at a club. I, I forgot what the club. What was it called? called? The Victorian. The Victorian. Victorian. It's like a house party type of place. You walk yeah. in there and it's like there's lines everywhere. There's a line for getting alcohol. There's a line to go upstairs. Since it's like this house party, there's two floors, right? And I mean, it's just it was it was an okay experience we'll say that it was it was fine but i mean it's just uh you know it was very interesting I, nothing i was very used to but there's this gentleman over there we're, we're out with some of will's friends and oh hi lady um he's like she, this, yeah, well, she smiled <laughs> yeah we're, we're just looking at the apartment ahead but there's a scottish guy who's right next to me and he's like really drunk And like, he just came back from Coachella or something. He's like, I I didn't understand a single word he was saying. And he was trying to like talk to me. He's like, oh, there's a a fucking girl in Coachella. I'm like, what? He's like, oh, there's the fucking girl in Coachella. I'm like, like, oh, you a girl in Coachella. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he's like, like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from Montreal. He's like, oh, all the boys from Montreal, handsome like you. And I I don't know. It It was weird. He kept like. Pressing onto it, I think he was like flirting with me. I don't know. And then you thought he was flirting with me, Yeah, uh, We all did, yeah. Yeah.
1: I was, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Like I, your friend. What's
0: your friend's name? The Lebanese Mike, guy. Mike. 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 Yeah. Like I, I like Mike is like this. He's also like an entrepreneur. He runs a mm-hmm. business. He's super like you know. He's like hey, he like we sharp, are. he's, he's sharp. very sharp. He's like right, you know let's get this work done. You know. And I look over at Mike. You know. He's like, uh, he's bald, which isn't important, but, (laughs) but he's got that look like a Lebanese bald guy who's like, you know, good shape. He's like a bull. That's the best way to describe him. I look at him. I'm like, uh, I don't know. I asked, cause the guy, I told him I did jujitsu and he's like, oh, choke me out, choke me out. I'm like, I'm not going to choke you out, man. Like I look over that mic. I'm like, what do I do? And a mic just does this, like, like,
1: yeah, i don't know you yeah yeah
0: but anyways funny stories funny stories um it's been fun it's only been three days uh we've been getting a lot of stuff done we've been you know going around doing the ucla thing mm-hmm. um lots to come lots to come but anyways on that note thank you so much for coming i mean i gotta do uh my sponsors again i forgot to do the sponsors but stream uh studio is the place to go uh, if you want to do your own podcast, this is what we're using right now. It's super easy to use, very uh, convenient. Like last week, I tried making a podcast on just, you know, with two cameras and uh, going on Logic. It was a complete and utter disaster. I, I I couldn't get anything. It was just too many things recording at once. But with Stream Studio, you centralize everything. You know, you could be a grandma. You could be a, a a child, like a 14-year-old, whatever. It doesn't matter. If You have a voice and you think it's interesting and you want to start a podcast. Go on streamstudio.com today and you can uh, use the promo code Cheyenne Amiri to get a nice deal, a nice discount and it's easy. All you do is go on the website, you put in your email address, you'll get a code on your email and then you get use that code and bada bing, bada boom, Stream Studio is there. You can choose your background, you can do whatever you want. So Stream Studio, use the promo code Cheyenne Amiri, S-H-A-Y-A-N-A-M-I-R-I. That's S-H-A-Y-A-N-A-M-I-R-I. I was going
1: to fuck up my own name. Yeah, there, twice. Yeah. But yeah,
0: you, you've seen Stream Studio. You've seen me use it, right? Yeah. Like,
1: it's, it's yeah, cool. I'm seeing it right now. Yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He likes it. He was asking me. He's like, oh, what are you doing there? He's like, uh, maybe I'll start my podcast there. And anyways, uh, Sprout, Sprout uh, may, may come on Stream Studio one day. But anyways, that was a great uh, podcast. I'm I'm glad we did it, and uh, you know, let's we'll, we're, we're gonna have a fun trip, and that's it. So yeah,
1: thank you for having me. It's uh, it's been great, and uh, yeah, if you guys wanna watch any YouTube videos, then the channel is called Sprout S P R O U H T. So yeah, that's right, so and, and you can follow his
0: Instagram. I'll put all the links in the bio for this podcast episode, uh, so they can find you on Instagram Sprout. Yeah, or if they wanna follow your personal account, I don't know if you let people follow your personal account. It's quite- it's public. Will. Will Rossi. Will Rossi. Will Rossi. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, Will. Thank you thank so you. much. I. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and uh, <laughs> let's keep there doing. Let's keep doing content. Yes. The Cheyenne Show.